Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Welcome to 3 o'clock. Shamari Block and Dan Avone. We're going to open up the phone lines again at 888-957-9570. I'm going to say that the most made-up name, because typically I wouldn't think a lot of people revealed their real name when they call in to the big show. <laughs> what would you say might be the biggest made-up and or go-to name if you were to come up with a fictitious handle here at 95.7 The Game as you call in and be one of the, one of the many... Talented callers. I, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, big, big, big block in Oakland. <laughs> now, that would only be unique to you. Yeah. I'm seeing a, a made up name. I'm saying the big go to is Joe. Joe? There's oh. way too many Joes I see <laughs> on the line. Wait, wait. There did, can't be that wait, many Joes wait, calling did, in. Didn't I call in and say I was Joe and Concord that did one you? time? <laughs> see? <laughs> Case it's, in point. It's Joe and Concord. Yeah, man. I got some things. I'm, well, yeah, no, that was me that time. I mean, I know you know it was me, but I'm saying I think I was Joe and Concord. We need to hear from Mr. Devin Chenzi. Even Chenzi. Hey. Dante. Hey, Dante. Dante. Wait, wait, by the way, man. So, so. I, hey, Dante. I, I read up about Yo. the Gobert trade when it happened. I didn't realize there were four first round picks. When I heard about the trade, I'm like, that's stupid. Now that I. Like, th- there should be drug tests issued to people in the front office in minutes. Like, I'm serious. Like, like, and, and not just like, oh, was somebody smoking weed? Like, like they need to drug test people for meth. Like what? I don't know. Like they need some serious <laughs> drug testing of people. I shouldn't last about an epidemic. But... Addiction isn't funny, Dan. No, I know. Well, the, come on, you're setting me up. Here. <laughs> I have set you up. You got meth heads running the jazz. I'm just saying, man. Something that's bad. That no, no, the jazz. That they, they were smart. The the Timberwolves. That is. That's horrible. That is. Uh, I believe the Jazz have something like twenty-two first-round picks in the next couple of years. You can look that up. I think they've well, accumulated. I, I don't that know, many. but here's what I'm gonna tell you, though. Okay, uh, 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 Victor Wembanyama. I don't think I'm saying that right. No, I'm pretty guaranteed Vic- that you ain't saying that. Victor right. Wembanyama. You know what I'm trying to say. 
Um, <laughs> Joe and Concord, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Um, Stick to Joe. Hey, no, 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 man. Victor with me. Victor, Victor Don't do W. It again. Victor W. <laughs> out of France. The guy that is is the consensus number one pick next year, even though. You know, this current basketball season hasn't even happened in Europe, right? He's from France. We come from France, like the Coneheads. We're from France. <laughs> um, like, that, that is a dude that is supposed to be, like, the next, like, oh, you have this guy, and in two years, he's taking you to the finals type dude, okay? Mm. So maybe they are tanking. He's from France. Like How that. good can he be? Hey, uh, you, you know what else comes from France, Dan? Fries, okay? And those are stinking great. They're, are you actually a, not. They're are you a not. croissant guy? Huh? Are you a cro- fries? By the way, just as it seems very anti-French. Yeah. French are about you know soups and purees and <laughs> and a croissant. And, and, and they're about and, and then, some and cheesy then put the, chili fries. And then put the the chili they... on top of the hot dog. <laughs> All right, let's get out. <laughs> that to, is my uh, favorite Devon story. You don't got to tell it right now. I'm uh, just telling you that is my favorite Devon story right there. Let's go, San Ramon, and say say it with me. Hello, Joe. Joe, is it, I know. Joe, I'm not even going to ask hey, you what's your real name, but I'll let it slide. What's up, brother? How are you? It, it, it is. It is. <laughs> Good show. Um, I think in terms of the, uh, the, I think the KD situation, I don't, I don't think he, he can get his way. Um, you know, I think the tra- his trade market, like you mentioned, I think it, it's, uh, I mean, he's not the KD of the Hampton Five, you know, and I think, I think the main issue is, you know, why would People want to mortgage your futures to deal with, you know, someone who's going to change their mind every three seconds. And and I think I think also the fact that you know he wants to go to Phoenix, you know, he has no leverage. He's on the contract for four years. New Jersey could tell him, hey, Brooklyn could tell him, you could just sit there for four years. You play for us, or you play for no one. And 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 he, why would the Nets, you know, kind of trade KD to Phoenix without getting Devin Booker? I mean, that's very, I mean, I don't start, I think KD's going to stay put. He's not going to, I mean, he, I don't think he's going to get his way. And also, as far as the war is concerned, I mean, I don't want him back, but if they, if let's say the Nets offer KD to, to, and his salary won't work, I know, for Kaminga, I won't even trade Kaminga for KD right now. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Hey, well, I know Dodan would also well, agree with that. I'd have sentiment. to rethink that. Straight up, Kaminga for Durant. <laughs> that's okay, all you, straight up. That's straight all up. they want. Mm. Okay, straight up, you got to make that move. Straight up, straight up, you got to make that move. He's right, but but, but 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 you need to throw in Wiggins in order to make the salary match, and then I, and at that point, I'm out. Yeah, non-starter. He's right. One thing you have to entertain. Keep in mind, maybe he's not as crazy as Curry, but you know, both oars aren't in the water when it comes to this man, Katie, as well. <laughs> I think you have to entertain potentially him going back to Brooklyn, because Brooklyn, he's right. If there's not something, this is the hardball I would play. If it doesn't make sense to me, if I'm not getting a competitive, they're not rebuilding in Brooklyn. They're not. If this isn't plug and play where we can be competitive right now, I'm not making the trade. Sorry, we have all the we have the leverage in this one, Katie. So you can come back now. Listen, if you want to feign an injury and not play, how's that going to play on your legacy, which we know you're so concerned about when it's all said and done with in terms of winning titles and being regarded as one of the best ever. You really going to hold out for the next three years? You going to feign an injury? I mean, you want to be that guy, KD? We know deep down you don't. So I, I don't think you can overlook who's really holding the ace up the sleeve throughout this entire process, and that might be Brooklyn. See, I would agree with you, except for the fact that he publicly requested a trade, right? Like, had he done this behind the scenes, 
that'd be different. He put it out there, I want to be traded, and it ain't no going back from that, man. Like Kyrie, Kyrie Irving was like, well, I want the max, and I'm going to hold out, right? He folded quick, right? Because that's that's who Kyrie is. Kevin Durant is principled enough to where he's going to get traded just because he asked to get traded publicly. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to be like, oh, we worked it out. Everything's fine. Like, I feel like he he's he's principled in the sense that that he's not just going to, you know, fit, you know, say, oh, we worked it out. He, he's past that point. Otherwise, he wouldn't have opened up or had his agent open up his mouth How much, and say it for him in public. Can we make some sort of a wager here on the air? Okay. I'll bet you we'll, we'll go, uh, what's your favorite IPA? Oh yeah, racer. Well, well, I mean, if you're talking about my favorite, racer it eight? is uh, it, it's uh, no racer five. Racer that, that, five. That's, my, that's my go-to. No, no, we we gotta go Pliny, man. Oh, we'll go Pliny. Russian Russian River. How's there. this? I'll buy the Pliny regardless. Okay. Well, so that's a good wager, right? On your okay. End. So yeah. win-win for you. So so Pliny, and then for what? No, nothing. I'll get the Pliny regardless. Okay, I'm wait, buying wait. Pliny. Okay, all so right. I guess this isn't now, a wager. <laughs> now we're talking Pliny the Elder or Pliny the Younger. Well, the Pliny the Younger is that they only drop that once a year, man. So good luck finding that. Like Pliny the Elder is hard enough to find by itself, but Pliny the Younger that that that's like you know digging for oil, man. Here's okay? the wager. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm going to buy you Pliny regardless. But this okay. is going to be how's this? This is going to okay. be Pliny in celebration because I know okay. I'm right. <laughs> Okay. I'm willing to bet you're dismissing and not giving it any chance, but I bet you we have not heard the last of Kyrie and KD. Together? And, and something is in the works. I mean... At some level, it could get disbanded. It may not come to fruition, but I'm willing to bet that those two, those two who deserve each other, <laughs> I'm willing to bet oh, that Humpty and Dumpty have got something going again. Okay, but if you want to play with Kyrie... You stay in Brooklyn. You don't request a trade. Well, that's what I mean. Like, no, but hours. Let's just remember, hours after Kyrie opts in, it's like, oh, go, hey, breaking news. Kyrie Irving's opted in, and then like hours later, and Kevin Durant wants out. Well, one of that doesn't happen if you want to play with Kyrie Irving. Well, one of the I've heard one of the things that's been thrown out at the wall regarding that is that because they're such close friends, and because. He felt, and I'm talking about KD, disrespected Kyrie Irving and not extending him to the multi-year, five-year extension, whatever that might have been. He said, I'm out. Kyrie's basically saying, I'm out. You don't want to give me an extension? The two of them are like, you don't want to give my boy an extension? Guess who's out the door as well? Like, I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying, mm. think about the bozos and think about the possibilities. While you're doing that, let's get out to Dirty. Dirty's got something to tell us. What's up, Dirty? Welcome to the show. Hey man, thanks for taking the, the time to take my call. Uh, you know I love the show. I'm all, I'm an avid listener. I'm always talking about you guys and talking about everybody uh, from top to bottom, any sport. So, <laughs> what I think is with this whole Utah stupidity and this Minnesota <laughs> stupidity, the winners Utah. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna have to break it down. Everyone said that when they folded in the playoffs. But what happened with this uh, Minnesota thing was, you know, they're trying to mimic something. They want to mimic the uh, the way the Grizzlies played us when we complained and said it was tougher without John Morant. There's a lot to unfold here with that one, but uh, it, it it was what it was, and it, it, it still didn't stop us, but it, it presented problems. And I could see what Minnesota might want to be add to that. But I wanted to also get to the, uh, you know, just basically what we were just what you guys were just saying right now with this Kyrie KD thing. Um, 
you know, there's going to be a lot of talking points. The best West Coast media is y'all, 95.7. The best West Coast media, hands down. It might be one of the best, hands down. But best West Coast media. There's so much uh, uh, East Coast and L.A.-based media and, and favored media that we get filled with this, oh, there might be a Laker uh, package deal for both KD and Kyrie just to get them excited for a couple of days. This stuff's not going to happen. And just as far as KD going to the Suns, that was the biggest threat I've seen. And people talking about John Wall, there's a meme of him. There's a meme <laughs> of him out right now. And it's him dancing. And it shows the last three seasons he's played and how much he's made and how much he's played. And, I mean, <laughs> what are you getting over there, the Clippers? What are you getting? I'm not scared. I did a little homework on this kid, Dante, uh, and he is nice. We just going to come uh, uh, hope that he's healthy and he's nice. But that's a lot to unfold. But I wanted to take your thoughts off the air on whatever you thought was, was hot enough to take off the air. I mean, I'm really, Thanks. you know, I'm, yeah, Michelle, man, good call, Dirty man, and also, also, wait, 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 hey, Cam, can you, can you get that? Uh, 95.7 is the best West Coast. Can you give me a drop of that? Like, I, I want to make that my new notification tone. Like, when somebody give me a text message, it's gonna be like, 95.7, the game is the best, <laughs> is the best West Coast media. Um, but no, man, you know what's the funny thing about the about the the Minnesota thing in particular is is that is that you you look at. And this is, this is what my man Dirty was saying. He was comparing Jaron Jackson and and Steven Adams, right, and the troubles they gave. And you kind of have a better version of Steven Adams and Gobert, and a better version of Jaron Jackson in 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 uh, in Cat, right? So so it will work. And if the goal is to get past the Warriors, I maybe. But like, if I'm the if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, like beat beat the. Beat the freaking Grizzlies in a series first. Beat the beat the Mavericks in a series first before you go try to figure out how to beat the Warriors, right? By the way, speaking of Minnesota, I just strongly suggest to everybody, get in Twitter. I think it's out of my Instagram. Have you seen Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, throw a football? No. You got to check it out. He got a cannon? Well, you got to check it out. You can probably Google the thing. Wait, does he have a cannon, Oh, though? dude. Well, you know he can play baseball, man. He lets this thing go maybe 75 yards in the air. And hits the dude right on the numbers. Wait, he threw it accurately. Oh, uh, it's one thing to have a cannon. No, man, he was so he hit somebody spiral, in stride. On stride, yeah, he was. He he can do Trey, it all. Trey, Trey Lance needs a backup. <laughs> Trey Lance needs a backup. But here's the thing: when it comes to Minnesota, but that's one of those. Like I got to see that play out. It's hard for me to say that's not going to work or will work. I just got to. No, see. I'm, I'm going to say it's not going to work. But, Rudy Gobert. But, the thing about Rudy Gobert is that. You think it makes you better uh -huh. defensively? He can't extend, man. And so when you think about playing the Warriors, let's just relegate it to the Warriors. You know, the Warriors are in transition, and, and they love Gobert. You love playing against Gobert. Steph Curry, there's few guys that you hunt out in a pick and roll, one of which is Gobert. Because mm -hmm. Gobert still has no idea what the hell to do in a pick and roll. Because people will go at them. He wants to go, still wants to go underneath because he's afraid to extend out on Steph or anybody because he can't. <laughs> He doesn't have that lateral movement. He's like, you don't want to come to the rim and try to shoot? Yeah, it's like, no. No, I'm no gonna, he, he can protect I'm, the rim. He can yeah. stand well, there. Well, that's my point. He's like, oh, I, like it, me watching Rudy Gobert, and, and, you know, you have to pitch your French accent when you say this. It's like, I dare you to come to the rim. And he said, and everybody's sitting out there raining three. He's like, oh, yeah, see, you ain't going to be a real man to come to the rim. Like, no, I'm going to sit out here and rain threes on you and uh, win the game. Who was the guy who was the number one? Nina Kinalina Ki 
Kirilina, the guy. Kirilinko? No, the guy was a number. He was a guard. He was out of France. He went to the Knicks. Now he's with Dallas. Oh, oh goodness. Okay, I got you. From I got France. You, I got you. He's a, I'm just saying, I don't know. When's French, you know, just stick to your bicycles. And- we, we, we come from France. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we got to we got to get that uh that that um coneheads. We come from France. We come back. No, we just like had we a, a, a do we, do we have my man Dante? Uh, we had a Dante Divincenzo reference there by our previous caller, Dirty Cam. You got another Dante reference for you? Got some uh, music for me? Thank you. <laughs> Never mess with the family, Shamari. Dante Divincenzo. He's gonna be the difference. By the way, in all seriousness. This dude might be the biggest fine in, the, in free agency. Listen, the Warriors he, may have done it again. As we focus on GP2, Dante coming to the Golden State Warriors was a huge get. But at four and a half million, though. Four and a half million. And here's the thing. Here's the only stats you need to understand, okay? And, and he was like something like 12 points a game, something like three or four assists. In the championship season... For the Bucks, he averaged 27 minutes a game. Like, think about that. So he wasn't just Damian Lee coming in, you know, it was like everybody's hurt. Like, 27 minutes a game, that is sixth man. Sixth man, seventh man, one of the first guys off the bench, serious role player playing big, meaningful minutes on a team that won it all. You get him so that that's not insignificant in and of itself, right? That's all you need to know right there about Dante DiVincenzo. Now, then you go on back, then you go deeper. You look at his shooting numbers; they were legit. One year he was over forty percent from three, and this isn't just taking like one or two threes a game. He was taking about five, six, or something like that one season a game, and making like two and a half or something. One, one, one in one point eight and two point two somewhere about. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, significant numbers as a shooter. Significant numbers in terms of playing time, which means he can't be, a, he can't be a defensive liability. You don't, you don't get to play 27 minutes a game on any team that's worth that's good if you're a liability. Now, not to say that you're a lockdown defender, but you're, you're not a defensive liability. And by all accounts, by all accounts, he's also a scorer who isn't just about standing outside and waiting for catch and shoot shots. The one thing they. You know, the sort of the byline on him, he's not as good defensively as GP2, and few people are, let's face it. <laughs> right, yeah. But what he is, and so this is, the Warriors are sort of like, I hate to make this analogy, Giants are getting smashed once again, but he, they're a little Farhan-esque, right? They're looking for people to fit into a, to a system, Shamari. It's not so much, let's just go out and get the best player, let's look at the numbers, oh, wow, look at that. This guy can score, rebound. No, it's it's about fit with the Warriors. Once you get beyond the core and you're talking about backup guys, it's making sure they fit, first of all, culturally, and second of all, making sure that they fit in terms of what it is that you want to do. What the Warriors are always trying to do is that they're trying to do it a different way. And the line on him is that he's smart, and he's a smart defender. And when it comes to the complexities of the way the Warriors like to do things from a defensive standpoint, he fits right in. So while he may not have the raw athleticism and skill set like that of a GP2, he he makes up for it between the ears. And he can give you the offense, as you just alluded to, but the fact that he is a smart – he comes out of Villanova, man. He's one of those Villanova guys. <laughs> and he is a like smart Chet. basketball player. I'm sorry, not like Chet. That's a good sign. Um, Eric Pascal. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so here's the thing. Here's what I want to think about, though. Okay, because everything you just said about him, legit. Okay. 
Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, right? Kevon Looney and Andrew Wiggins, okay? Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole, Kaminga, and Moody. You're already eight deep. So everything you just said about this guy, also, oh, yeah, he's the ninth best player on this team, tops. It won't, maybe not ninth best. He is the ninth most significant player. So when you watch a guy like Damian Lee walk away, right? And then you bring in a DiVincenzo and people like him at, at, at prices that are just completely manageable. You are building this roster, the depth of this team. This team just got deeper. I mean, you lose GP2, you lose Otto Porter Jr., you lose Damian Lee, and, you know, and uh, I don't know how they will ever go on without. Chris Chioza, but but the team as it stands right now, if you ask me, DiVincenzo as your eighth or ninth best guy, that's a deeper team than the one that just won it all. It's deeper. Once again, just to remind people that according to Woj, an extension has been offered to Zion Williamson five years at $193 million. Now it can get up to if he hits some of the clauses and incentives to $291 or $293 million, as I understand it. So a five-year contract extension for Zion Williamson. And, of course, you talk about high level of risk. I mean, here's a guy that's so much wear and tear. He plays the game so violently. Are you in on Zion in terms of fulfilling those five years? I mean, if it, it, it's just a matter of health, right? So I don't know. It's too unpredictable. If you look at what's happened the last two seasons, no, right? I will tell you this. I, I'm going to say this, though. If – uh if, if I was going to invest in something, forget Bitcoin. Zion Million Williamson has $250 million. I guarantee you hostess, the hostess's company sales go through the roof. <laughs> so so invest in cakes, people. Zion Williamson is, uh, is worth a quarter of a billion dollars now. I was now. telling you the story off the air that there used to be a <laughs> basketball player at the Kentucky. His name was Mel Turpin. He was their best basketball player, but he also had a weight issue. <laughs> and in that college town of Lexington, there used to be posters of him at fast food restaurants that would say, don't feed this man. So don't, maybe... don't sell this dude ding-dongs at the 7-Eleven, right? <laughs> Let's get out to Oakland and say hello to Word. Word. What is the word? Welcome aboard, man. How are you today? What's up, fellas? Uh, so, yeah, first of all, it's DiVincenzo for everybody who just refuses to try. Um, but Dante, actually, I remember him from Villanova in the championship game when they won it. Hey, Shamari, you know, you're from the mall. <laughs> or at least you're familiar with the city oh, in yeah. general. Um, every hood has a has a white mic, right? <laughs> I, no, I know seriously. Yo, I know don't, three white I mics. I, 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 I know a white mic. From, yeah, yeah. So yeah. every hood has a white mic. It's a cool white guy lives in the hood, and when, as soon as you start talking to him, it's like, oh, you've been living here for y'all your whole life. That my man Bomani Jones coined the phrase "white Dante." <laughs> when you hear when you hear when you hear Dante talk, you'll be like, okay, where was you? He's from Delaware, and you're like, where are you? Where would you get that from? Just like your boy Tyler Hero, he got that same little swagger to him. It's like, man, who raised you? Um, but yeah, so that's that. He's a good dude. He's a he's a player. I don't know. I think he had a leg injury that kind of hampered him, but he can get up. He's that he's an athletic cat. He he's that he's a good player. I liked him out of Villanova. I wanted my squad to draft him, but he didn't come. He didn't go there. All right, eat right. word, stay on the line because either you or Shamari okay. is going to explain to me what a white mic is. Shamari or word, you want to do it? Okay, game? I will. Go so ahead, word. Give me the word. No, word, you no, go. No, word. Ladies and though. All right, yeah, yeah, I'm on my man, like word. I said, and I'm yeah. going to do, do it respectfully. 
And and so you understand. Wait, 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 hey, word, but also word, word, word from Lakeview, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so every hood has a, there might be a white dude in the hood, and a lot of times you're a white dude in the hood. You might think, man, what my Dave Chappelle said. You don't know what that dude had to do to get into that clique. <laughs> like he had the coldest cat, the hardest dude, the coolest dude, or something to even exist in that hood. And so every hood has a white Mike, and his, his name might Mike, think Mike Rappaport. When you hear Mike Rappaport, you're like, you from New York, and you definitely kicked it around, bro. And so that's the reference. Like, Bomani Jones refers to Dante as white Mike. And when you hear him talk, he sounds like a dude who grew up in the hood. And that's just, I'm sorry, white Dante. Because the name Dante, first of all, is a predominantly black name, unless you're from Italy. But <laughs> so when you hear a Dante, you're thinking, okay, that's a black dude I'm about to, you know, I'm about to see. Then you see Don, this Dante, Vincenzo, pull up, and it's like, oh, you're talking about white Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Word, I, I appreciate the explanation. Spot on. All right, so he's... Because I'm, I'm going to say this. Oh, I know... I know two white mics are both from Belay, okay? One of them is older than me, and he's like, oh, I'm white Mike. And I'm like, okay, Mike. And he's like, nah, 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 I'm white Mike. This dude, he, he rocks like the OG little like hat with the, with the fit where the hat and the shirt and the, uh, and the pants is all made of the same material. And then like a dude has on like some pressed leather gator type stuff. Like the, the, the white Mike from Vallejo does that, okay? And the, the other white Mike, he's like my age. And again, like, you know, he, he rocks the Jordans and he like drives scrapers and do. I'm just saying. It's Remember a Jason Williams back in the day with Sacramento Jason Williams, Kings? White chocolate, Okay, yeah. perfect. That's same, a good same, example of a white Mike. Same, same thing, yeah. But I'm just saying, I literally know, actually literally know two dudes who are like, oh, and I'm like, can I just call you Mike? Like, nah, nah, I'm white Mike. They call me white Mike. I'm like, Okay, but don't some Mike, dudes Mike. just try and talk that urban lingo to sound cool? Maybe, but but nah. But then there's some people. Out? Then there's some people that that's like I'm a white dude and I'm from 73rd. You know, say Avenue when he get They got the they, they got the pedigree, <laughs> just, and, and, and that's they what, can and back that, it up, and that's how they grew up hearing everybody around them talk. Yeah, we yeah. got to get to a break. We're gonna wrap up the show talking about the Warriors and free agency next here on 95.7 Your White Mike Station. After this, selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I think it's absolutely incredible. I love them talking. I think it's great. I've spoken on, on the podcast before about Memphis being oblivious to the situation. And it's not an insult. It's actually a compliment. They're young, and they don't know how big these moments are. So they're just oblivious to it. And so I've said that about Memphis. Like, those young guys, they're unfazed by anything. And a large part of of the, the reason that they're on phase is because they just don't understand how big the moment is. Now, talking to the team that won a championship after they beat you, after they win a championship is an entirely different level of oblivion. Like, it doesn't get much more oblivious than that. Now back to 95.7 The Game. That, of course, the beloved Draymond Green. Last week, I believe, where he was in front of a live audience on J.J. Reddick's Old Man and the Three Pod, the very, very popular podcast that J.J. Reddick, by the way, was supposed to be part of the ringer. He got a huge offer from Bill Simmons, but because they wouldn't let him own the IPO, he decided to go uh, do it on his own. J.J. Reddick as a media superstar in the basketball world, man, what 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 do you make of that? As a superstar, I think he's good. Well, I'm so, no, he, he's probably like... And he's, I've about, listened to his podcast for a long time. Yeah, he gets along with players. I think he's he's good at what he does. Is he? I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see, like, I, I feel like, I mean, don't get it twist, twisted, okay? Kendrick Perkins, ugh. <laughs> but I don't know, like, like he's the, I think in, in terms of, like, obviously Barkley and Jet and, and, and those dudes, right? Okay, they're next level, okay? As far as ex-players go, man, I think he might be the hottest thing going, though. And I'm just like, okay. But also, also there was a time where uh, he and Lucas had a thing, and he got a diss my man Lucas at one point. Then I heard about it on uh, – on Lucas? The, Lucas on the, Alexander, the yeah, producer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, then I, and then I heard about it on the Damon Bruce show. I'm not going to bring it up, but um, then I was is, like, okay. Is he a white Mike? J.J. Reddick? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Man, now, like, like you said, Jason Williams <laughs> – Jason Williams from the freaking uh, – from the uh, from back in the day with the Kings, like he's dead, and it, and it's also like a thing, like his name is Jason Williams, so that could be anybody too. Like it's like I don't know if you remember the 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 um the San Diego Padres had a dude named Khalil Green that played for him, right? This dude, like blonde hair, blue eyes, total surfer. Dude, oh, his, I remember. But his name was guy. Khalil yeah, Green. Yeah, now, with now, the he long hair. now he wasn't a white bike because he was like he talked like a surfer. But there's definitely an element of it's like it's not just that you got the the swag. Also, your name is like Dante. And in the case of Dante DiVincenzo, he didn't spell it the right way. It spelled D O N T A, like the whole nine, right? By the way, the five one zero says Shamari making fun of millionaire athletes while he sits on his fanny all day making bad takes, and I'm like. Thank you, 510. It, it is my God-given right as a poor person to make fun of millionaires and billionaires like anytime I want. 
Speaking is, of millionaires, that, that, that is the fun. That is the that is the only thing you have as a poor person is making fun of uh, making fun of uh, millionaires and billionaires. Yes, 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 yes. It's a good time. Let's just reset. We'll go right off from the top. Gary Payton the second finalizing a three-year, twenty-eight million dollar deal. He goes to the Portland Trailblazers. So much like that of his old man. Back out in the Pacific Northwest, his dad, of course, starred for many years with Seattle before he started ring chasing. Remember that? He went to Milwaukee, ah, Miami, yeah. Los the Angeles. Lakers, it is, huh? Yeah. Free agent Otto Porter Jr., no longer with the Golden State Warriors, reached an agreement with the Toronto Raptors on a two-year with a player option. Free agent Damian Lee agreeing to a one-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. And free agent Kevon Looney, of course, coming back to the Golden State Warriors. A three-year, $25.5 million deal. And, Cam, are you ready for him? Here we go. My man, Dante DiVincenzo, has agreed to a two-year, $9.3 million deal with the Golden State Warriors. Dante's coming home. <laughs> Never mess with the family, Shabari. Dante DiVincenzo, the guy coming out of Villanova, and a young man that apparently has the new tag of a white mic. <laughs> now with the Golden State Warriors, a guy that can defend. He's cerebral. He's smart and can also get his. And uh, I think if there's if there's a level of excitement, you don't want to lose GP2. But the Dante DiVincenzo, there seems to be some very positive feedback of the young man. I mean, I saw somebody on the text line say earlier that he plays like Jordan Poole, which that that – I'll take that. I'll take another Jordan Poole. Well, he doesn't have the speed and the athleticism. Guys, he's, we'll, a, he's a little slower. A little slower, but he still, you know, he, he can handle the ball. So what I imagine that is, he can handle the ball, he can shoot, and he can pass, right? Speaking of Jordan Poole, now, now it gets interesting, okay? So you lose GP2, don't want that to happen. I know a lot of people have said you could afford him, bring him back, but again, it's GP2. At the beginning of the year, if I'd have said you're going to lose GP2, you would have said, yeah, who cares? So we know he's significant. <laughs> But if that's all no, no, you're no. giving if, up in the offseason. If you'd have said, if you'd have said, I'm gonna lose GP2, I'd be like, oh no, who's gonna cut the film of the games? Like, seriously, <laughs> let's not forget that that's that's what he I was. He's a videographer. He was gonna be, he's like, oh, I just wanna, you know, start to learn to to be a, a an assistant to an assistant, man. But when it gets to Jordan Poole, now we're getting into some serious bucks. All right. Now we're getting into what you like to refer to as paper. Big so time it, paper. When it comes to Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Are you extending both of those gentlemen, one of the two? If you if you decide one rather than the other, who would that be? I don't know, but just really quick, what, for, for one second when he said, when it comes to Jordan Poole, like I had a flashback to Maury. I was like, wait, who's the father? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to 22-year-old you Jordan Poole. Stuff. I, every, listen, you can't just exist in this world having never seen an episode of Maury, man, and the, and the, the freaking the paternity results, man. You just can't. Um, I don't know how much Jordan Poole gets. I don't know how much – I'm going to say this, and this is just my guess. I guess that Andrew Wiggins gets – he doesn't get – he doesn't get more money on his next contract as he's been making. Now, I'm not saying that means he's going to make $20 million, but he's not getting 33 again. I think it might be 30 28 maybe even 27 Oh, right? they take that. Yeah, right? Warriors would definitely do that. Um, but I think he would too because I don't think his market is going to be – I mean, you know, and then Bradley Beal gets, you know, $50 million. But I don't think his market is going to be – Thirty-five million a year, right? So, the the salary for him is going to go down a little bit. Jordan Poole, obviously, huge upgrade. But those are dudes you pay. Those are dudes you pay. If you want to talk about, okay, as much as I appreciate and revere GP two and what he meant to this team, 
him leaving that that doesn't like that doesn't change the odds, right? Like not even one. Like the, the, you don't go from plus three fifty to plus you know three fifty one. Okay, like it doesn't change the odds one lick. You lose one or both of those guys, well then you, then you're in trouble. Then you are in trouble. Then that secret sauce mm, it, it isn't as flavorful and it's not as good, right? And when Joe Lacob says, hey, I'm not afraid of no luxury tax, he didn't mean I'm going to pay $60 million for Gary Payton II. What he meant was is that I'm going to keep, I'm going to pay the Jordan Pools, I'm going to pay the, the Andrew Wiggins, I'm going to keep the big three together, and if anybody of significance, of import, right, is going to stay on this team, and, 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 and I love, and you, you everybody, we, we, we've been listening, for, I've heard it for the last two days, man. Everybody loves GP2 and apparently hates Damian Lee, but that's a whole other story. Everybody loves GP2. But the Warriors are fine. They are no worse off, even if you don't bring in DiVincenzo. If you lose GP2 and Otto Porter and Damian Lee and JTA, right? Love all those guys. You lose all those guys, you are still the favorites to win it all. If it comes down to one or the other, can you put a level of importance or precedence when it comes to either Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins in terms of giving that extension? If you can only give one the extension, who's it going to? I'm going to the guy that can defend and that can that that can uh, get do it in the paint, man. Now I know Jordan Poole scores a little more in the proven, bench. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going for the bigger guy that can defend multiple positions and is is a better post up scorer. Um, that that's what I'm going for. Who's who's only like four or five years older? You know, it'd be one thing if if Wiggins was 33. Wiggins is 27. Yeah. Jordan Poole's 22. So okay, yeah, he's a little bit older, but it's not like Wiggins. Wiggins has not even entered his prime as well as he's played this season. Think about that. It is likely that Wiggins is better next year than he was oh, this year. I have no doubt. I think he's coming to his own, and he's found himself. We always hear the cultural word attached to that of Andrew Wiggins, but I think in terms of his role, the environment, and that that's also part why I think that he's willing to take that deal that you just talked about. If he gets down to 28 or even $30 million, I think the Warriors are on board. And I think he's willing to, much like that at Kevon Looney, they both know. Kevon Looney, this is the only team he's been with. He loves the area. They knew, I think, the Warriors had that leverage going into deals or talking or bartering a new deal without a Kevon Looney. They knew that he's a guy that did not want to get up and leave. And I think the same holds true for that of Andrew Wiggins. He said as much. <laughs> you know, he probably tipped his hand. The agent's probably like, dude, please, keep, keep that one between us. But he didn't want to leave. He loves it here. See, but w- w- what athlete after winning a championship with a team, is like, I can't wait to get my paper. Like, he said, oh, I'd love to stay with the Warriors. He didn't say, I'm committed to staying here. He no, said, oh, I'd, I'd like to play with the Warriors there again. Are, are there, I see what you're saying. There are some players that are, like, with the team, they're like, they just want a championship. Yeah, I'd love to come back. But then there's some that have done it the way like that of an Andrew Wiggins. May I remind you where he came from in Minnesota, where he was a lost soul, had no idea what he was doing. The expectations were so high. He was target number one. He was the number one option in Minnesota. He wouldn't score. They said he was lethargic. He would disappear. He was, he was public enemy number one in Minnesota. Then he comes here. Not only does he enjoy the, the environment right from the very top to the bottom and the culture and the players, and he's, he's found a home, and you could see it on the guy, but then 
he wins a title with an cont- entirely different role. Keep in mind, he was the number one option in Minnesota. Now he's the number third, maybe the fourth option at times, and he's a defender first. I mean, this is the new Andrew Wiggins. It's not like it's just some guy who won a title with the team, and of course I want to come back. I think the entire metamorphosis that is Andrew Wiggins to a certain degree is real. And I think that goes a long way in terms of him coming back. I mean, I get that, but I, a guy just making some statement. Oh, I should like to come back. I'm not. I, I, I'll see it when I until he proves it. Then, then, then I'll believe it, man. Would you, like okay, say, let me rephrase it. Would you be surprised if he gets up and goes from the Golden State Warriors? Whether it's the I, end of I next- would, I would, because despite the fact that he's played well here, I don't think his market is going to be as big. Uh, around the NBA, he's niche to this team. Exactly, it kind kind of like kind of like Looney, right? And yeah. he's gonna, he's going to get more money than Looney, but but like Looney's market was not higher than eight million a year, even though it should it should have been. <laughs> How do I still feel Looney gets disrespected, even though he got a new contract? Because he got eight million a year, and he he's worth more than that, man. And people, you know, know what's he up. He got a three million dollar bump. That was his bag. That was his bag. Hey, that's talking a, that's an extra ten. He, he's he's that's an extra twenty five million in his pocket because over the Dan, next three seasons. He's Dan, fine. People, people on the radio who say, "Oh, this guy's got two left feet." Ah, he, hey, I said he has concrete concrete shoes on. Not I two said left he had feet. two broken hips. <laughs> yeah, get it, get it. So right, maybe Brian. between the <laughs> yeah, he has concrete boots, man. On that's what I said. Maybe between the concrete boots and the broken hips is why he didn't get that big contract. <laughs> the two hundred nine is saying, look at the Zach Levine contract. Wiggins is getting the same. So so Zach, Zach Levine five years, two hundred fifteen million. Yeah, your name. No, no, no way. Not even close. Right. Forty million a year for for Wiggins? No, no way, no way, no, no, absolutely. By the way, man, just this or that. Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics. They have a point guard now that is a legitimate NBA point guard. Not Marcus Smart, right? Marcus Smart is relegated to a role player bench type dude, which is kind of who he is. Um, are the Celtics now your favorites? Because I think that. The Brogdon trade. The Brogdon thing puts them over the it, top. It man. put them into the fav- betting favorites to win it all next season. Brogdon's real. Man, he that, is. that is a real. No, no, he is. He's the only thing, the only thing that maybe gives you some area of concern is that he's had some injuries of late. The f- he's had bad feet, speaking of which, not concrete feet, but he's had some bad feet issues. I know it's sidelined like, like up they, to like, like 40 smell? games, 40 games the last couple of years. So that's one area. But if this dude's at full strength, what was the one concern about Boston? They didn't have a point, right? Is Marcus Smart a true point? Now you got that. And also, they turned the ball over. Well, part, in fact, almost exclusively, the reason why they turned it over is because of the fact that you had guys playing out of position. So many times I'm watching Jason Tatum put it on the deck and trying to distribute. I'm watching Jalen Brown trying to get his and puncture defense and kick out. It's like these dudes would rather come off a screen, catch, and go. But they were forced into sort of this pseudo guard position because they didn't have that true point. Now, watch out. I mean, I would love to see the rematch with Boston. You give them Mr. Uh, Mr. Brogdon. And it's game on. Wait, that, the five one zero is saying Brogdon is coming off the bench. You see Brogdon. You see Marcus Smart is still the starter with Brogdon in town. Hmm. The five one zero is saying that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they read that in a report. That would be. Let's get to stupid. the phone line. Let's get to. Let's get out to a call. 
I love the first name, and I hope it's my boy off to San Francisco. And say hello to Oliver. Oliver, what's going on? How are you this afternoon? Dan, what's going on, brother? How are you? Everything good? <laughs> Dolphin Club in the house. Say no more. What's going on, Oliver? How are you, buddy? What do you got? <laughs> I'm j- just warming up before getting in the water. But I was going to say that uh, I was going to bring this up last week, and as much as we're all, uh, you know, trashing KB and stuff, it was him that allotted us to get Wiggins, you know, with the sign and deal. He could have easily just bounced and said, hey, you know, I'm going to Brooklyn. But he, if I'm stand corrected, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that he was the one that uh, allowed that trade to happen, correct? It's a, yes. it's a good point. He did them a solid. He did He did do that. There was a little bit of financial gain for him by doing a signing trade yeah. versus him just signing outright with Brooklyn because it allowed, because of cap space reasons and because of uh, bird rights where you can you're, the team that, that's had you for a couple seasons can offer you more money. He, he got a little more paper, and the Nets actually got a little bit of cap room. But he, but he also he could have just went to Brooklyn and been like, screw you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just while we're thrashing him, you know, just a little silver lining there or whatever. But anyways, uh, I'm going to punch out. I'm going to go jump in the bay right now, Dan. Oliver, hang on, my man. So tell me, are are you at the club right now? No, no, no. I'm about to head down there. Yesterday we did Farnsworth. Uh, We were out in the bay, choppy as ever, man. Did two miles, double dipping. We're we're, we're going after that. Oh, man. And it's, I'm looking out the window right now. We're on Battery Street. I'm not far away. And it looks grisly, my brother. So I know (laughs) that thing is going to be choppy. It is going to be flooding. And I might see you there in about a half an hour. I'm off at four. So look out for me. Oliver, I love you as always. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thank you, brother. I'll see you down there. Cheers. Okay, cheers. That, that's the way you go out, Shamari. Come on with me. You want to come down? Jump into the bay Oliver? With, 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 with no wetsuit on. Um, so Oliver. One of these days, man, when like I, you know, I'm like feeling daredevilish. So yes. let me ask you this. I just You just heard Oliver. Yes. Try and envision Oliver. What do you think it is he looks like? When you're thinking about swimming in the bay, and you might be right. I mean, just swimming in the bay alone, I'm imagining he's a fit human being. No, but just, just size-wise. Like, a, you know, big. Because most of the people at the Dolphin Club are big. You got that. Oh, really? He sounds like a a smaller ish guy to me. He is. He's, (laughs) yeah. He's rail thin. Okay. And he's just like, I mean, he, I told you, I told the story the last time he was on. The dude literally, like, saved my life. We're, we're joined at the hip ever since he pulled me out of, like, uh, this Poseidon adventure. Wait, uh, by, by the way, the 510 is chiming in here. Uh, in regards to Looney, he has Herman Munster boots, and we love him. <laughs> in regard to Looney. And see, that's the thing about Looney. So when I say concrete, feet loony like i say it out of love and it's kind of funny because we we talk about the godfather right and every by the way cam can we get some monster movies <laughs> the opening to the monsters thank you very wait, much Go wait, ahead. every mob movie has a dude named fat tony in it okay yeah. so i don't know how true this is of mob culture but like one thing about mob culture and, and like culture sports culture is is you know you, you have names like fat tony <laughs> and you always call fat tony fat tony and fat tony doesn't get offended he also never loses any weight okay you know what I'm saying? And, and it's still all love. It, it's love from you to Fat Tony. You call him Fat Tony because you love him. And he's like, hey, that guy loves me because he calls me Fat Tony. Also, never a diet. A diet never happens. There was a place in Tucson, Arizona when I was going to school. Late night, Fat Tony's, man. No joke. Best sandwiches. You go there like 3 in the morning, stumbling into that place. Fat Tony's. When it's like last call, we're like, what are we going to do? Fat Tony's. Let's make a run at Fat Tony's. Hey, what? oh, yeah, so we're talking about Kevon Looney. By the way. A lot of that is attributed. He had the hip injuries and, of course, the core surgery. But good for – at the end of the day, we're happy for the guy, right? He finally got paid. He's got some security. He's coming back, and he's not disrespected. And it was ebb and flow, man. We were in and out on this guy. But now that it's all said and done with, we are 
We are on board with that of our producer Brian Inglesia when it comes hey, to I, hey, I wanted him to get ten mil. I wanted him to get ten million a year. Well, he got eight. <laughs> Do we got the? I want to hear the monsters just as we get out of here. But if we don't have the monsters, as a tribute to that of our man Kevon Looney, uh, we could we could also we, we're getting a um, we're getting a Tony two times reference from uh, Goodfellas. Tony two times. He was Tony two times because he said everything twice. He's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, or something like that, right? Remember, you remember that? How many how many times have you seen Goodfellas? Dan? I've seen. I know exactly. At, what least, you're talking at least forty about. for me. Yeah, yeah. It's when Joe Pesci's going around the room saying hi to everybody. Yeah, yeah. It was Tommy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Mike. Kill, Mike the Killer's brother. Oh man, that, that was that's might be my favorite scene in the whole movie. I have many favorite scenes in that movie. All right, we're going to get out from a man, Shamari Block uh, and Brian Iglesias. Cam, of course, it is uh, the Panthers, Barrier Panther football, straight ahead as we got you covered right here on 95.7 The Game. We'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm on at 9 in the morning with Coz, and I think you're right after me, right, Shamari? Yeah, it's going to be me and Evan Giddings, Oh, man. Evan Giddings. So I'm about to be right on man Evan for the first time. It's, it's going down. It's yeah, going Evan, down. of course, we're going to hand the mic off to him. He's got the play-by-play along with our man Mark. That is all straight ahead. For Shamari, this is Dan. See you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.